Countdown to kickoff continues. The Jaguars and the Cincinnati Bengals coming up in week four. A one o'clock kickoff time today at Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati on the banks of the Ohio River. A guy who's played a few games in Cincinnati over the years is Fred Taylor, pride of the Jaguars running back. What's up, Fred? All is good, JP. Hey, those were games that I looked forward to. I knew for a fact, or pretty, pretty close to a fact, that uh, I was going to get 100 yards. <laughs> that They were our punching bags. They played some close games, man. They just recently finished with a tie. Uh, the week prior to that, they lost by five. In the opening week, they lost by three. So they've, they've been fighting. So they're not so much a punching bag as they were back in the day. But that was a game that I always look forward to. Yeah, it'd be nice if the Jaguars could uh, replicate that, of course, what you used to do up there, or replicate what they did last season up there. The Jags went for over 200 on the ground last year in Cincinnati. Now, they've tried to upgrade the defense in the offseason there in Cincinnati, but the Jaguars have a new running back this year as well. James Robinson, undrafted player, we talk about him every week, but his 339 scrimmage yards are the most for an undrafted player through three games in league history. He's doing some big things here for the Jags. You just got to get that running game going a little earlier in a game. It's been tough. Yeah, you know what? He, he has done some special things, and uh, I salute him. I salute him for his effort, his hard work. I mean, he really looked like a guy who should have been drafted. This week is definitely a week to build in the 31st in the league and rush defense. So this is an opportunity. It's a great opportunity for the offensive line. You know, they should sit back and consider the feast. The key, JP, is going to be uh, if the defense starts fast and not allow um, the offense to, to, to have to play from behind where they can't mix up the play calling or can't you know, call more runs to give James that opportunity. So the key for me, again, as it is every week, is how uh, fast will the defense start. Fred Taylor with us. One more offensive note. DJ Chark missed last week's game. How much did they miss his presence, especially downfield? Uh, he's a huge influence. I mean, coming in, his star started to shine, you know, with, with the connection between him and uh, Gardner, him and Minshew. So I really believe that when you take away the quarterback's number one option, you know, much like if you watch the Monday night game, Drew Brees uh, uh, without Michael Thomas and the Saints there, your progressions aren't the same because you're used to seeing, you know, a certain number out there, you know, and it's just one of those things where you can just out of a flash, boom, my guy, he's over there. I know where my guy is pre-snap, each and every snap. Uh, And going back to it, and no, I haven't watched the film. But in my mind, I do believe on the Dolphins sideline, they're streaking down the field with Chris Connolly, wide open for a post. If that had been DJ Chark, immediately, being that he's the number one guy, he's the ultimate threat out there, Minshew would have found him. And maybe the team would have had that fast start and scored on the first play of the game, much like we did in 98 when I was able to catch out on a 70-plus yard touchdown. So he's a huge influence. He's a difference maker. The defenses have to play honest. They have to play cover two, which allows opportunities in the run game. But when he's not out there, defenses are going to bring eight in the box. They're going to play single high safety and disrespect the other receivers that are on the field. And it's going to make it a tough night for the entire offense. Fred Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars running back on Countdown to Kickoff. You mentioned the defense and the slow starts. Another one last week, three consecutive touchdown drives to open the game for the Miami Dolphins on Thursday night. What is the trick to a faster start on defense? Is there a magic bullet that can fix this thing, and, and or is it just playing better overall? You know, I wish there was a little hocus-pocus, JP. We'll be 3-0 and right now. 
because I'll be the magician that no one has ever seen before. Uh, I, I think with the defense, they are limited across the board. There's not a lot of depth. And we're actually praying and hoping that these young guys are studying hard during the week. Uh, we hope it translates to um, execution on the field on Sunday. You're kind of skating on thin ice, but to, to answer your question, uh, it has to be a marriage of, of, of things and opportunity, uh, play calling. That has to be right on point. And the guys have to be in position to make those plays. They have to understand the situation so they can think of play ahead. And, and that will allow them to play faster uh, from an individual standpoint. Now, when you put that together as a group collectively, it should result in the defense playing faster, uh, getting after the quarterback on third down. That's always key into playing fast from a defensive standpoint. Fred Taylor with us. Uh, you, you're mentioning the pass rush here. There has been really a lack of pass rush for the Jaguars defense this year. They have three sacks all season, one in each game, but it feels like this could be a get-right game for the Jags pass rush. Joe Burrow has been, as you mentioned earlier, a punching bag this year. He's been hit 31 times, 18 last week, and he was sacked eight times with the, against the Eagles. Can they get home this week? If you don't get home this week, it, it might be a while right it all starts with the pass rush if they can't rush the passer it's going to be a lot of dinking dunks much like what the Dolphins did last week and it's going to expose a lot of things whether it's your man coverage or your uh, zone coverage you have to be able to have that pass rush up front because the guys in the back they can't cover all day but that has to marry up you know it, it's not a one level uh, thing when it comes to defense more so uh, if someone makes a mistake on defense, it's going to be exploited. You mentioned Burrow being hit a lot. Now, he's still a young guy, but he's a feisty, you know, strong young guy who's going to keep coming at you because he has a chip on his shoulder and he wants to prove a lot. This is the week. I'm sure uh, Josh Allen, you know, he's uh, biting at the chop to, uh, to, to get out there and get after him. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to tune in to see what happens this week because if this isn't the week, I don't think there's going to be a week. Josh Allen, Caleb on Chase on, Dewan Smoot for that matter, uh, all. Uh, Chase on should be excited. He, he should be excited, his former teammate. That's so, right. I mean, hey, I, I, I got so excited when I had an opportunity to, to hit Javon Curse in the ribs uh, on some pass blocking there. So, uh, get geeked up, man. Let's go. Go get him. Fred, great stuff. We will talk to you a little bit later in postgame coming up. JP, I'm looking forward to a boss. All right, when we return, Jeff Lagerman has the final word with head coach Doug Marone. The Jags and the Bengals coming up in week four, and this is Countdown to Kickoff on Jaguars Radio.